0: This is more in the morning on News Talk 1010 Toronto.
1: Bonnie Crombie is our new leader of the Ontario Liberal Party.
0: That was the announcement on Saturday night at the Toronto Convention Centre. It went to three ballots in order to get Bonnie Crombie over 50% and she was the last person standing and she's here right now. Nice to see you.
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: So, I mean, just as a personal thing, it has to be extraordinarily exhilarating to win a race like that. That's
1: the word I've been using. I'm exhausted but exhilarated all at the same time. It's been a huge adrenaline rush. Absolutely. You can hear my voice is still a little sketchy. There has not been a lot of sleep in the past, well, certainly six months, but the last 48 hours especially.
0: I asked Kathleen Wynne earlier on the show what it is like to stand on, on the rostrum and look at all these people. We're all used to being in an auditorium. Why watching a leader speak, and that's often a relaxing experience. But for you, the lights are shining in your eyes, and you've got to capture the moment.
1: Yes. So it was an amazing, very moving moment to have at least a thousand people in the room. I mean, certainly as mayor, I have had um, audiences the similar size and speaking uh, on budget or state of the city. But this was different because this was the Ontario Liberal Party and this was a family that I grew up with. And certainly people in the room that I've known for decades. There were people in the room I've known for over 40 years, some almost 50 years. so, And then some new friends, people I'd met on tour. So it was a very moving moment for me, for sure. What do you
0: make of the fact that the turnout was only 27,000 people casting a ballot?
1: So we've signed up over 100,000 people, yeah. and those represent our new members, and certainly we're going to be reaching out for them to get them engaged, and obviously ask for their donations to help support our party. I think it's like any by-election race. you, The turnout always seems to be a little lower. I've even seen municipal races with numbers that low, but that's not the point we did get 27,000 people out voting that day to make our convention very successful and listen very competitive very competitive right down to the last ballot so it was good news that people all teams were very engaged and invigorated have you heard from the premier I have not heard from the Premier. I've heard from the Prime Minister and a number of federal cabinet ministers and and, and actually some uh, provincial cabinet ministers as well. So I've got a lot of rounds of congratulations.
0: The first order of business, well, actually yesterday was an executive meeting, I believe, with the party. So, I mean, how do you tackle this? And we can get in a moment to the fact that you're still going to be the mayor for a while.
1: That's right. So yesterday was a very important meeting with all the presidents of all the riding associations across the province and I had an opportunity to address them and and talk about bringing our party together, party unity, bringing all the teams together and set out our strategy, which is really to rebuild our party, reinvigorate our base and reinvigorate those 100,000 new members, but also set some fundraising targets. What's very important to me, as you know, because I've been speaking about this throughout the campaign, is building that war chest and I set a target, I set a goal of a million dollars by December 31st. How s- ambitious is that? Oh, that's very ambitious, actually. That's okay. huge.
0: How does it compare to what we might raise between now and the end of the year?
1: I can't predict that. I, I will share that I've raised over 1.3 million now in my race, and I know that there is money still coming in. And of course, that money will also be transferred over to the Ontario Liberal Party going forward. But I did challenge them. It's a tough time because it's the holiday season, but people will be gathering. So we're asking people to go online to the ontarioliberalparty.ca and donate. If they they can obviously because it's you know this holiday season and the priorities should be their families but it's a good opportunity to donate if they can.
0: You have said that you will not step down from the mayoralty of Mississauga until the new year. Mm-hmm. Is that going to sit well do you think with your constituents?
1: Well <laughs> You know, I, I am so loyal to Mississauga, and it is a, a, being mayor is a very big job. It's a very serious job, and it is not one that you can terminate the next day. There are a lot of things to wrap up, um, and I'm, you know, very dedicated. And um, of course, I've got a budget midstream. It's a strong mayor budget, and just as John Tory before he left, he saw his budget through. I will be seeing my budget through right. at the city. But he wasn't and, working on anything else. <laughs> True enough, but nonetheless, it is very. Important that I set the tone uh, for the city for the coming year for the bud- our city budget, and then be there for my team at the Region of Peel because we wouldn't want to be down a seat during budget deliberations and budget votes. So that's very important. And then return to the city and wrap up some loose ends and meet with the transition board one more time before finally um, re- officially resigning. And then that allows them to s- declare the seat vacant, and there will have to be a by-election called.
0: We're talking with Bonnie the newly crowned leader of the provincial liberals, and not to be crass, but I am sitting in a chair that Gord Sinclair Sr. used to sit in, and he always asked about money. When you leave the mayoralty, do you, do you, I mean, is that it? You're not going to get paid? Are you working for free?
1: That's correct. Well, I, I hopefully won't work for free. I'll continue to fundraise, and I'll fundraise my salary until such time as there is a seat open. And so the party pays pay. a salary? Well, yes. The, okay. Technically, the party will pay the salary, but I will be leading the fundraising effort and fundraising
0: my salary. How do you put light between yourself and the NDP? Do you have to necessarily redefine the Liberal Party?
1: My focus is on Doug Ford and the Conservatives, and I want to be a very strong uh, alternative to the government that is in Queen's Park today, a strong, accountable, transparent government. People know me, and I think that's a very good thing. I have a very strong track record, and I am a very strong leader. Uh, I've been in um, elected office now for 15 years at different levels of government. I will um, now serve at three levels of government, ironically, Um, but I also had a strong business career. Prior to being an elected official, so I bring a lot of experience. It makes me very fiscally responsible and very fiscally disciplined. Because don't forget, as you know, John, municipal governments can't can't run deficits, so we are always balanced. Um, and but I'm very socially progressive as well. So I want to get to. I want people to get to know me on the ground.
0: Okay, and and at the risk of quoting Bobby Flay, the chef, you say you're you want to take on Doug Ford, but the way to take on Doug Ford, first you must go through Merritt Styles.
1: That may be true. My, my plan is to be at the local level, reinvigorating our brand, meeting with people in the small towns, the rural agricultural communities, and in the northern communities, and speaking to the differences between myself, Doug Ford, the liberal brand, and the conservatives.
0: Okay. Uh, policy, what are you going to be particularly motivated by? Because the big files, of course, are education, housing, precisely, and health.
1: Uh, And don't forget affordability, because as mayor, uh, you know, I am so accessible to the people and they come to me each each and every day and tell me how they're struggling and how they can't afford their rent or their mortgage payments. And they're using food banks because they can't afford groceries or um, put food on the table for their families or their utility bills. So uh, this is vitally important. But it's also important that we address needs of the local communities. And some of the small towns and rural communities have different needs. And they, too, feel neglected and isolated and it's important to address those needs so I want to be there and I want to be listening but certainly the first order of business is to address the key priorities and I have that discipline as mayor knowing that I can't be all things to all people and you assign priorities prime funding based on the key priorities which are affordability and as you described health care because everyone wants access to health care not drift off into private medicine best education system climate change etc those are the key priorities that will be addressed.
0: Okay, when you mention affordability, I always find or any government mentions affordability, I always think, okay, but what can you do about it? There's so
1: much that we can do, but it does take three levels of government to come together and work together to offer incentives to people such as rebates to retrofit their grid systems at home. There are all kinds of small things that can be done. Of course, you know, I'd be looking I'd like to see the results of that basic income pilot so we could get away get away from ODSP, OW, etc. I mean, uh,
0: so you want to get back to the basic income project? I
1: want to look at I want okay. to look at the results. Absolutely. I know that people on ODSP are in subsistence living. That needs to be increased. I want to do more for families that have autistic children. There's so much that we can do and that we will do once I become uh, not once I become premier. I to <laughs> okay. say leader. leader. I have to correct You're myself. Leader. That's right. That's okay.
0: self-corrected. Is there any urgency for you to get into the house or are you willing to wait this out?
1: If a seat presented that was logical, of course I would seek that seat. Um, you know, we have identified a candidate, um, in the, in a, which will be an upcoming by-election in Monty McNaughton's uh, riding, so that's not going to be an option for me, but that's fine. Because there's a lot of work to do on the ground to being out in the communities and meeting people and having them get to know me, and presenting ideas and listening to them and what their issues are. As I mentioned to you, John, these are communities that feel isolated and neglected. They don't feel this government respects them. They don't feel that this government is there for ordinary Ontarians. They're there for a handful of rich friends. Thank you very
0: much. Congratulations. Good luck. Thank you so much. It's a long runway between here and election day. That's true, but we'll use it wisely. That's Bonnie Crombie.